Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of the Anti-Reactive Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Hoppy, parent educator and counselor, mom of two, and lover of all things related to parenting. Today's anti-reactive topic is designed to get your wheels turning and get you thinking about dynamics within your household in order to identify and tease out some of the reactive moments and give you ideas and strategies to get ahead of those moments. But before we get into it, I wanted to share some exciting news with you all. Anti-reactive has launched a subscription service. We have been working on some premium content to share with our listeners including an exclusive podcast series by Life Fatherhood called Daddy Date, where you can listen in on healthy values-based conversations between a dad and his daughter, a monthly newsletter, shout outs in future episodes, and more. You can find the link to our premium content in the show notes, and we are excited to see you over on our subscription page. Okay, time to dig into the anti-reactive topic of, am I making myself clear? As a parent of two children myself, I consider parenting a lifelong endeavor. Creating and supporting healthy relationships within my house is my top priority, as it is for the families I work with. And as a lifelong endeavor, when it comes to parenting, we are playing the long game. Parenting is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Will we get it all right 100% of the time? No, of course not. But by regularly evaluating how things are going within the family, we can find the weak spots and the situations that seem to happen a bit too regularly and drive us mad and actively work towards making them better. When we as parents find ourselves reacting in the moment and emotions are running high all around, this is a sprint. We are just trying to survive and put out the fires before the next one ignites and it can feel like we can never get ahead of the madness. If you've ever looked around at your family and thought, why does this keep happening? Then you know what I'm talking about. And those why does this keep happening moments are a regular part of parenthood because the funny thing about kids is they are constantly changing. And if you've been at this for a little while, you know that the changes happen quickly and it can be tough to keep up. It seems like once you've finally figured out a good parenting system with rules, expectations, and discipline strategies, then your child grows up a little bit more and you have to revamp your system. So today we're doing a little anti-reactive tune-up and check in and see how things are going and identify any roadblocks that may be getting in the way of your anti-reactive parenting marathon, specifically related to the expectations you have of your children. In episode two, I discussed how as parents, we are raising future adults. The goal of parenting isn't to bring new people into the world and keep them as yours forever. The goal is to prepare them to become functional members of society and hopefully set them up for greater things in life as they stand on your shoulders. Feel free to go back and listen to episode two if you'd like to hear more about this idea of raising future adults. As parents raising future adults, we establish expectations for our children as they grow to facilitate them in growing and gaining independence so they can learn to do more things on their own. If you think about it, those early years of parenting are all about teaching babies and toddlers to do things on their own. 
we want them to learn how to put the pacifier in on their own, hold their own bottle, learn words to be able to say what they want, feed themselves, roll over, crawl, walk, use the potty. We naturally and instinctively push our children towards accomplishing these very exciting milestones. And it is so fun and so rewarding to see your little one grow and succeed and do new things. This is the stuff the joys of parenthood are made of. And these new accomplishments and successes are the rewards of quality, intentional parenting across the lifespan. But as you all probably know, this whole helping your child learn and grow and do new things concept takes a sharp turn in toddlerhood. Somewhere between 18 months and two years, when a new era arrives called Me Do It. Yes, the Me Do It stage comes because alas, even two-year-olds are future adults and want to explore independence and self-sufficiency. And so begins the dance of teaching our children how to learn and grow and explore and do new things while also holding them back from the things they aren't ready for yet, but they think they're ready for. And this dance, this back and forth will continue until they leave your house. So naturally, there's bound to be some conflict. So here's where we do our check-in on how things are going currently. And to do so, I'm going to tell you a story. There is one incredible family I worked with who is extremely intentional in their parenting and in all that they do regarding their children. But like all families, it's not all smooth sailing, and they were going through a rough patch of increasing reactive moments. These reactive moments were happening during the after-school hours and during family dinner time. The reactive moments were driving the parents crazy, and it was becoming clear that the kids were having a hard time with the increase in reactive moments, and there just weren't the marathon vibes in the house that the family was used to. Too many sprints going on. So we did an expectation check-in, and that is when we found out that there were some areas of mismatch between the expectations of the parents and the expectations of the kids specifically related to the fact that the kids were growing up and the parents naturally were raising their expectations of their children. And for the record, these expectations were completely age-appropriate and completely appropriate for their children as individuals and for their specific family. But they hadn't necessarily clued the kids in on to these new expectations. So the parents were getting frustrated that their kids weren't doing what they viewed as simple, basic tasks of independence for kids their age, but the kids had no idea that the bar had been raised. And the key takeaway for this family was that some learning and growing happens naturally, but in some cases, it needs to be taught explicitly. Sometimes, even the things that seem basic and obvious need explicit and specific instruction. For this family, when it came to family roles and expectations, the question of, am I making myself clear, was a resounding no. So what were the issues? From the outside, they may seem so small, but if you truly think about them, you may find that you can relate to how the smallest things are the ones that drive you the most crazy when they happen on a daily basis. And because they are small, 
they don't make us stop and think that we need to take a closer look at what's going on. One of the breakdowns in this family occurred due to homework. The kids only thought to get started on their homework after school after they had been verbally reminded to do it. It wasn't an issue of them not completing their homework on time or not wanting to do their homework. They did it when they were told, but they had to be verbally reminded. And unfortunately, after the kids got a little bit older, these verbal reminders were only coming after discovering homework had not been started at a much later and very inconvenient hour in the evening, either right before dinner was starting or right before bed. You can imagine how that went over. In the parents' eyes, these kids had been doing homework for a couple of years now, and they get it on a regular basis. Homework wasn't new, and it had always been done after getting home from school. The parents felt the kids should have picked up on this routine by now and just know to do it. So they stopped telling their kids it was homework time. The expectation that their kids take ownership of their schoolwork and manage it without their reminders was not unreasonable for these kids or for their age. The children, however, were only thinking about doing their homework once they had been reminded by a parent to do it because that's how it had always been. So with some coaching, the parents realized that they had to explicitly explain their new homework expectations. So they did. It didn't take some grand lecture or some total household overhaul. It took less than five minutes. All it took was something along the lines of, kids, listen, you've been in elementary school for a couple of years now, and you know that you get homework every night. You're old enough now to be responsible for that homework, which is great. You're no longer a little kindergartner who is just learning how to do school and figure out how things work. You're so much bigger and older, and you know all about how school works. So when you get home, you don't need me to tell you to do your homework. At eight years old, I expect you to be big enough to know to pull it out and get to work on it yourself. You don't need me to remind you. If you need help with your homework, of course, you can always come ask me and I will help you if there's something you don't understand or are confused about. I'm always here to help you, but you are big enough that you don't need me to remind you to get started on it. Boom, that's it. The light bulb went on and now there's no longer the evening craziness and stress over whether or not the homework got done. The best part is, The kids reported that this simple conversation turned out to be a huge confidence boost for their kids. It was like it didn't even occur to them that they were growing up in certain ways and were capable of more independence and thinking for themselves. They didn't know, and the parents didn't know that the kids didn't know. This simple remedy made a big difference for this family regaining their anti-reactive approach and bringing their stride back to a steady marathon pace. So much so that now, when they feel things are shifting more to reactive than anti-reactive, they know it's time for an expectation check-in and see if there's something that requires some explicit teaching. My favorite part of these expectation check-ins are the growth and confidence that comes for the kids. This is when the kids often learn that they are capable of so much more than they realized they were. They have the aha moment that they are growing up so that they can one day be an adult. I even encourage parents to tell their kids this. 
their job as parents is to teach their kids the things they need to know so they can one day be ready to be an adult. And parents know best about when it's the time for kids to learn all of those different things. So if a parent is establishing a new expectation, it's because it's a new step towards getting bigger, growing up, and getting ready to one day be a grown-up. And they know it's something their children is ready for and capable of. Kids often respond positively to this if communicated in the right way tailored to them. And they like rising to the challenge of growing up, even for the most simple of things. So my encouragement to you parents is to think about the things that are currently driving you crazy on a daily or even on a weekly basis in regards to what your kids are doing or not doing. Then consider whether or not your expectations for them are clear or unclear. If you feel like you've already been a broken record about the issue, you may need to explain why you have the expectation specifically relating to age and maturity, and empower your child to take ownership over the expectation as a kid who was growing up and ready to take that ownership. Try it out and see if your child stands a little taller after that conversation, a little more confident than before. All right, that is it for today's episode, listeners, and I want to thank you for tuning in. If you continue to enjoy these episodes, we invite you to help this podcast grow by leaving a quick five-star rating. All it is is just a simple little tap-tap, and if you're feeling extra, type up a positive review. These ratings and review are much appreciated and help others to find this podcast in their quest to become better parents. Don't forget to follow our podcast and add it to your library so you don't miss an episode. Until next time, parent intentionally plan for what's to come, and be anti-reactive.